0: Well, coming up on this episode of Complete Estate Planning, you get your plan done, you leave your lawyer's office, you think everything's good to go, right? Well, actually not quite. There are some other things you need to be thinking through. There are some other arrangements that need to take place after your documents are complete. Today, we're going to tell you what those are and make sure you have a list of items that you can think through and work through coming up.
1: Do you know what will happen to your loved ones when something happens to you? If you don't know the answer or don't like the answer, then this is the show for you. Listen up as we teach you about protecting your family legacy through better estate planning. Our family is here to protect yours. So welcome to the Complete Estate Planning Podcast with attorney Nick Rosenbauer.
0: And here's your host, Ben George. Welcome into Complete Estate Planning, I'm Ben George with Nick Rosenbauer, estate planning attorney. He's also the owner of the Rosenbauer Law Office find them online cincinnatiestateplan.com nick what's happening today
2: oh good good to talk with you it's uh it's college basketball season uh dayton's had a couple scrimmages so i don't know if that counts but we have gone something yeah we've gone to the arena um they've let us in and the team has played a basketball game against another team so we're we're pumped about that so we're we're super excited about that um Although it seems like football season's only, like, half over. Like, I understand they, you know, kind of interlap. Yeah. But but at the same time, it's like we're still halfway through football season, um, but uh, but basketball's starting. And, you know, I'll tell you what, I don't know if it's graduate transfers or transfer portal or, you know, what have you, but, you know, we I'm looking at the program, and, like, for those of you who don't know, we're season ticket holders Uh, TUD basketball, and I literally have no idea who over half of these kids are, and they're not even all freshmen. It's not like, oh, we have 15 new freshmen, and I'm like, I don't know who you are, I don't know who you are, I don't know who you are, freshmen, sophomores, juniors, senior, you know, grad transfer. Didn't it used to be like if you graduated, you could transfer right away, I think, yeah, um, and play one more year, Um, but now... Now it's like basically free agency and no real contracts with mm-hmm. uh, with the college kids. So um, looks like we got some depth, which we haven't had in a while. So I'll take that. Um, you know, the transfer portal is better when it works in your favor, right? <laughs> and it has not in the past for UD. So maybe now I'm a little more okay with it. Um, but also with scrimmages, so. You know, obviously the coaches are like working on things and different plays and rotations. So they probably mm-hmm. weren't going a thousand miles an hour. But no, we're, uh, it was good to be back. Although I'll tell you what, the amount even in college that they charge for like merch now, like just a t shirt or like a pair of. Basketball shorts or like the replica jersey. My goodness, yeah, everything.
0: Yeah, it's all. It's ridiculous. You can go it's anywhere like like a, now, Nick, and not get not and and not find something that's much more expensive than you expected. It's just everywhere.
2: You know, you sit there, and I don't even want to take the kids into the the spirit shop <laughs> yeah. just to look around because Adam's going to grab some ninety dollar, you know, replica jersey, and you know he's going to want, or Collins just going to grab it and put it in his mouth and drool on it. <laughs> I wonder how the the teething baby and the drool like you drool on it you buy it. I wonder if that's like you <laughs> that break policy? it you buy it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. so. <laughs> but no, it's cool. It's fun. You know, it's it, it's good to be. It's good to be back. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun. Nice. And the kids were the kids were excited about it because it's been so long. That's cool. Uh, so we're. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it yet because you know college football half over. You know, give or take, right? Um mm-hmm. NFL, we're not even we're not even halfway getting
0: through Getting close to the, yeah, almost to the halfway point. Bengals. Yeah,
2: about halfway. So, it doesn't seem like football is over or nearing the end, which would make sense for the transition from one sport to the other. Right. but, well, but That's it's, funny. It's I, good.
0: I just took uh, actually yesterday took my daughter over to her first Alabama basketball game. They were playing Wake Forest and a little exhibition action, yeah. same, same thing. Um, but, you know, you get a little bit of that experience and gave me a chance to go see uh, my team play and, and got her out of the house for
2: a little bit. But
0: she enjoyed it. She just – I mean, she's seen some Carolina, North Carolina basketball games. Um, so this was a little wow. scaled-down version. Spoiled. Are yeah, you right.
2: kidding me? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> so
0: she uh, – so I'm trying to – I'm trying to plant that Alabama seed. It's, it's an uphill fight at this point. But um, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. It's got, it has got good to get out of the house, but, yeah, it, it's – crazy you know it was like 75 80 degrees and going to a basketball <laughs> game and it's supposed to be you know november's turning turning the corner and it's just doesn't feel the same but
2: and you're you're fun. wearing shorts and flip-flops to yeah, the arena she was right? like she was like hot uh getting out of the car so I had to crank up the air conditioning <laughs> right. driving home so it was a lot of fun
0: a lot of fun well very good i'm glad uh, everything's going well with you and the family and i know you're excited for for ud to Get back in the mix. I'm still waiting for that that deep run of the tournament that got stolen from him back in 2020, but I want to. Sorry, well, I shouldn't open that can of worms, but well, I'm pulling for you.
2: you. You do realize Anthony Grant, who has already been, like, coronated as a saint uh, yeah. here in Dayton. Obviously, there are circumstances at play in that 2020 year. He's never made the NCAA tournament. Yeah. It's crazy. Never. Okay? So everyone else is all kind of whatever, and it's like, well – when you have a three first-team all-conference guys and someone who is the AP player of the year, yeah, that certainly makes it easier in a down year for, for the A-10. But mm-hmm. we'll see if he makes the tournament. He has not made the tournament. If not, uh, we're going to send him back to you guys. Uh, you guys are going to have him back at Alabama. So. <laughs> we're okay right
0: now. Thank you. Though. Thank you. <laughs> All right, Nick, let's jump into what we're talking about today. Um what other arrangements do you need to make after your estate planning documents are complete? And you know, you might you might listen to this or might have seen that the topic come up on your feed or just searching around for estate planning information and came across this episode and you might have thought, "Well, I thought that was the whole process, right? What what am I missing here?"
2: Well, so that's the whole process for the estate plan. There's other I guess, related things uh, that you need to take care of, or, and here's the deal, Ben, it's not necessarily you have to 100% take care of all of these things. Some of these items are things where it is okay that that gets done later, or okay if it's done after you pass away, and someone else can do that for you. However, I tell people, you know, and we kind of look through it, and frankly, Ben, when I talk to my clients, these are things that we talk about during our conversations anyway, um, but it's something I want to at least bring up because a whole lot of people, you know, especially people who come in to see us and they worked with some of their attorney in the past and they retired or they moved or they didn't like the guy or what have you, and they look at me like a deer in headlights when I start bringing these things up and I just yeah. keep hearing, oh, I never knew about that. They never told me about it. Um, so I figure let's at least talk about them. Okay, Okay, so it's not your estate planning documents, but it is other things within the category, if you will, that you should at least think about and have someone ask you the question.
0: Okay, that makes sense. Well, if we go through this, and you need you need to speak with uh, with an attorney, or want to just kind of get to know Nick a little bit more and what he can offer you, you can always call five one three four six three six seven eight nine and talk through that estate planning process with him. You can also log on to cincinnatiestateplan.com, schedule a meeting there, plus go back through our podcast, other great guides and tools there for you as well. If you're looking to learn more or have any specific questions in mind, you might be able to get some answers just to the website, but always follow up with an attorney afterwards. All right, Nick, so let's jump into this. Let's start off then. um, Final arrangements. This is top of the list, right?
2: And that's the one that my guess is if anyone, something pops into their mind, uh, when they heard kind of what we've been talking about already, that that would mm-hmm. be it. So, yeah. you know, and there's probably a couple different pieces to this. Obviously, you know, any sort of funeral or service or memorial-type wishes, if you want a traditional funeral, memorial service, a celebration of life, uh, no service at all. This is where I always get the joke from people about the Viking funeral, and I think that's the one... Like don't they put the body on a, a ship yeah. and then they put the put it in the ocean and then they you know, at least in the movies, don't they take the flaming arrow and like set it on fire? Yeah, you know, like that, that sort yeah. of thing. So yeah. Um if you want to do that, you can. I don't I don't know if that's legal, so to speak. I'm not sure you're allowed to burn a body, uh, so to speak. Um I think that has to be done by, you know, a licensed funeral home, etcetera. But again, what you want there a lot of times, this is where there'll be religious considerations as well. So you'll need to think about that. And then, in addition to the actual service, what physically are we going to do uh, with the body? So, do you want to be buried? You know, I guess what I'll call the traditional burial you know, you have the casket and they put you in the ground, right? Um, uh, a lot of people nowadays have been. More so than in the past, I think cremation is becoming very, very popular. And I think a lot of it is, frankly, the cost. Because, I mean, you know, the the cost of a traditional burial uh, now is like double, uh, if not triple what it was when I first uh, started doing this. So who knows? Maybe it's inflation. I know some of these places, they uh, they start running out of space. Uh, at the at the cemetery. So that becomes a problem. And then once you decide what you want, bury cremation, then we have to, I guess, figure out your final resting place. So do we want, you know, is it a cemetery? Okay, like a traditional burial, they dig a hole in the ground, they put a headstone, um, you know, they have mausoleums, crematoriums. Um, I know you know, for my mother, she uh, was cremated, and it's like a locker or kind of a shelf, uh, so to speak. Like, they have these places where you can put the urns, um, and I think part of it is the, uh, the facilities running out of space. And also, um, and look into this, but I don't know how many people get cremated and then they, they bury the urn with the full-size headstone. I know they typically have other places for that. Um, or spreading your ashes somewhere. Then there's a lot of people who want to do that. So if you get cremated, but then we spread the ashes somewhere, you know, what grave site or final resting place is there? A lot of people don't have one, mm-hmm. okay? Um, and then one other thing to keep in mind, once you decide what you want, um, a lot of these can be pre-planned and pre-arranged, like contract signed, paid for in advance, Um And a lot of times, this usually will save you a fortune, okay? It's not just when you die, the family's sitting there kind of in mourning and can be ripped off or swindled, so to speak. Um, The prices go up so quickly on these. You know, if I buy my funeral today and it's $15,000, you know, if I live a nice, long, happy life, by the time I pass away, it may be $100,000. Or something like that so what these facilities will do a lot of times because there's no guarantee when you die that your family's gonna pick that place so they'll usually cut you a break to kind of lock you in (laughs) I was about to say as a customer for life but really it's afterlife Um, that's a dad joke for you right (laughs) Um, so that's something to keep in mind now Ben obviously you have to know what you want yeah right if you don't know what you want you don't know where you want to go Um, you don't know any of that, then you can't do this, or or you can't do it correctly. So this is only for people to think about, and if they have understanding, and if they have clarity, and they say, I know this is what I want, you know, well then, yeah, absolutely, Uh, it's definitely a great thing to do ahead of time. But if you don't know what you want, you're kind of dead in the water here, right? There's really nothing you can do at all. And then one other thing uh, to be aware of on this is... Once you know what you want, uh, you also want to think about, and this is something that, you know, like our clients, we talk to them about that during the planning process, about if they want to be an organ donor or, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe a full body donation to science or something like that. You know, a lot of times, especially the organ donation, um, should be indicated on your medical directives anyway. Also, a good idea to communicate that to your family, okay, so they know Uh, What your wishes are. Um, And then as far as like full body donation, that has to be arranged in advance, usually like with a specific medical school or other institution. So that's not just something you pass away and then someone from the local medical school is going to walk around the emergency room with a wheelbarrow. Okay, that doesn't happen. Uh, That has to be done ahead of time. They have to have arrangements. They have to have a spot for you. Um, Be very careful if that's something that is a good fit for you, be careful to read all of their requirements because often it'll prevent you or limit what other final arrangements can be made. Um, they can't bury a body if the if you don't have the body, okay, if it's going to the medical school. And a lot of times they don't want you to be organ donors because they want the whole thing. Okay, okay. so just, just something to be aware of. There may be some... Unique surprises there. Just say, tell me everything I need to know, and look through all of it ahead of time, and you should be okay. But there's a couple gotchas there. And again, every facility's different, every situation's different. But that's something. Yeah, there's fine print, but you probably want to read it.
0: Yeah, always good to read the fine print, and uh, I know that it's not surprising a lawyer would point that out to you. So <laughs> very fitting. All right, uh, continuing on then here, Nick. I know we've spent some time on this one before on past episodes, but just having a plan for your digital assets. I think it was episode 44. So go back and check that one out because we get into it in a little more detail here. So maybe Mm -hmm. we don't have to dive into it quite as deep, but that's next on our list. So just making sure your digital accounts, passwords, all those things that live online now are made aware of uh, for your your family, right?
2: Exactly. Well, two pieces. One, you know, your plan, your documents should provide for your decision-maker to be able to get into and access everything, at least as, as much as the law allows. And look, every state's different on that, but just take that as far as you can. Your attorney should be helping with that. And then in addition, it's still best practice to have some sort of list, inventory of accounts, login information, something, okay? Like, Ben, if I died tomorrow... Who knows that I have a PayPal account, you know, or a Venmo account? Yeah. So the best thing you can do is have something uh, to where you don't have to demand and use a court order uh, for them to get access to it. Obviously, that's an identity theft concern, so be really careful with that, okay? Um, But it certainly helps. And then, you know, kind of another thing, and this really ties into it. I know we've talked about this, too you know, and I forgot the episode that we talked about this, maybe Ben, you'll know, but when we talk about who needs to know about the estate plan, um, and obviously I think the digital asset thing's part of it, but who needs to know about it? Who is in charge? Do they know where the plan is? Do they know what to do, who to call, or at least where to look uh, when something happens? Okay, so I would, frankly, I could put the digital asset thing you know, underneath this heading. Uh, but you want to make sure that the right people know about it um, and and know where to access it and what to do. Uh, so I, I'd kind of lump those together.
0: Yeah, it's episode 18, actually. Wow. So go back to that when my estate plan is done, who needs to know about it? So perfect. that'll get into that a little bit more. I just assume, you know, for most people or for a lot of people, Nick, they're probably just like, well, just have my uh, my spouse open up my phone and just go through the apps. All my accounts are there. So you can, you can kind of trace them and track them down that way. I don't know how you'll get into them for a lot of cases, but
2: yeah, really. well, it's a start and, and it's better than nothing. But what if you don't do everything via app? Yeah. And then what if it's thumbprint only?
0: Yeah. Face ID. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Although I've heard you can get around the face ID, uh, so to speak. But, but yeah, you're, you're exactly right. Make sure, make sure the right people can get their hands on the right things.
0: All right, we're talking about what other arrangements you need to make after your estate planning documents are complete. Again, if you have questions for Nick, you can always log on plancom And, um, you know, you can always call as well, 513-463-6789. All right, uh, personal effects. What would fall into this category, Nick?
2: Well, I guess stuff, uh, so to speak, but household goods, personal property, that sort of thing. Um, and you're... You know, it should be incorporated some way in your estate plan. Different states have different allowances, if you want to call it that. Um, you know, But if you wanted to leave the jewelry to someone or a watch to someone or the antique memorabilia to someone or the piano and the guitar to someone or Ben's museum-caliber bourbon <laughs> collection uh, to someone... You know, such as myself, I I promise I would appreciate it and give it the care uh, it deserves, and I would not be a trophy hunter who shows everything off on the shelves and never drank any of it. Okay, but that's something uh, that's something to keep in mind. Um, and then another thing, which actually under the law is held within uh, personal uh, property, is dealing with the animals, the pets, legally. Pets are considered personal property. So, you need to talk about who will be taking the animals. Uh, will there be any money set aside for the animals or just given to the caretakers? Um, that's something you know, make sure the person's willing to take them. And then, some of those situations will require, you know, kind of some advanced drafting and your estate planning, not all of it. Conversation you want to have. Uh, with the attorney before everything's finalized. But technically pets and all the animals are considered personal property. So that's something you want to keep in mind.
0: Okay. Well, let's close it out then with the financial side of things, the financial planning, all your investments, that sort of thing. This is the last thing you have on our list, right?
2: Yeah. Well, and and again, it's kind of within the Venn diagram, uh, so to speak. If you remember those Venn diagram, those circles that overlapped on the chalkboard in grade school. Yep. Um, But – Another thing to keep in mind, you know, making sure that the investing, the financial planning uh, is taken care of, you know, you have your insurance taken care of, you know, any tax planning, if, if you have some potential tax issues, or, you know, if your taxes are more complicated than just getting the W-2 each year. Um, and then also, one of the bigger concerns here, you know, not just the insurance, obviously, you want to make sure you're properly insured. Um, but one of the other pieces to that, which I guess is under that umbrella, is you know paying the cost of nursing care uh, down, the, down the road if that's a concern for you. Um, and that can be done a number of ways. Estate planning could be done through investing, You're just making sure you have enough money to pay for it. Um, and also there's insurance out there. Um, I know it's limited in what it can and cannot do. Um, but, you know, within the insurance and actually kind of within all of this, I would say, what are the plans to pay for nursing care uh, should you need help with it? Um, so, again, it's not like I'm not a financial advisor, um, but at the same time, these are other things. It's a good reminder. It's kind of a good, you know, nudge, so to speak, mm-hmm. to be thinking about that, kind of make sure all the ducks are in a row. All right. Very
0: good. Very good. A lot of things to think about after you finish your estate plan, just some things you need to um, address, arrangements that need to be made. If you have questions for Nick, again, point you to CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. You can schedule a meeting with Nick through the website. Easiest way to do that, but you can always call it at at 513-463-6789. And again, these are all things, Nick, you work through with your clients as you're going through the estate planning process to kind of make sure these things are addressed. But for those that haven't gone through that, uh, some things to bring up and, and, and start having discussions about, right?
2: Yeah, absolutely right. And, and look, we have we have listeners from all across the country who send us uh, questions or information, and we love it. Uh, I certainly appreciate it. And I have so many people who say, you know, Nick, I'm halfway across the country. Obviously I'm not going to drive to your office, but what do I need to look for you know, when I'm trying to find the right attorney uh, to take care of me? Um, so just keep these in the back of your mind, and these are things that your attorney should be bringing up with you or at least asking you about uh, in, in one manner or another. And that's usually a pretty good, uh, pretty good indicator.
0: All right. Very good. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Complete Estate Planning. Again, log on to CincinnatiEstatePlan.com. For Nick Rosenbauer, estate planning attorney and the owner, owner of the Rosenbauer Law Office, I am Ben George. Have a good week.
1: The Complete Estate Planning Podcast is brought to you by the Rosenbauer Law Office, based in Westchester, Ohio, and serving the entire Cincinnati area. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, google podcasts and everywhere you listen to podcasts subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode just search for complete estate planning with nick rosenbauer to find us or visit EstatePlan.com to listen to past episodes to contact nick and to learn more about protecting your family legacy that's EstatePlan.com.